0: been a big year for anime movies.
1: It has. That wasn't a question. That was a statement. My voice just came out weird.
0: (laughs) I was like, like, okay, yeah, it has.
1: No, no, it really has. It's been, it's been, but it's also been a year for sad.
0: Not only has it been a big year for anime films, it's been a big year for sad anime films.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. If you want to get your sad on, this is... This is the year to do it, which I mean, granted, you can get your sad on for a lot of other different reasons, (laughs) especially this year. Yeah, I
1: mean, this year has just been garbage, hot, hot garbage.
0: But if you're looking at, uh, you know, just entertainment media and you're like, boy, I really want to feel sad. It's been a good year for that. We talked about earlier this year, your name. And how that made everyone sad, which also we did watch the English of that finally. And hey, that's that's real good. Shocking, I know. Yeah,
1: I uh, I put my cry count up on Twitter, so it's
0: true. We're we're gonna talk about the cry count today, because it's a little bit inverted than what you're you're used to expecting.
1: But there's a reason.
0: Eh. Reasons.
1: Reasons. What what are those? They're like reasons. Nobody likes them.
0: Not even the California raisins.
1: I mean, unless it's in an oatmeal raisin cookie, in which case then I like it, no. but I still don't like nope. reasons.
0: Nope. Anyways, hello. Candy? Candy?
1: Reason? Isn't that a candy? Like a chocolate candy? Anyway.
0: I have no idea, <laughs> honestly. Anyways, hello. This is the seasonal enemy checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about anime, manga, video games. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by the Cry Count Queen herself. Hi. And Ladium. It me. It her. I cry. <laughs> it's, it's, it makes it sound like that's all you do, like, I cry.
1: <laughs> I do. Boy, do I cry. I do. I just feel all the things, and it just you can't help it.
0: It's true. Sometimes you just can't help it. But today, we're going to talk about another big anime film to come out of Japan, which technically came out last year, but yeah, has kind of essentially came out over here, quote unquote, this year. It hit-
1: Theaters in October in the States.
0: Yeah, I think there's like a European or like UK release. Occurring sometime relatively soon. But no like American release. Release date like home video release date. As of as of yet. But We're going to talk about a uh, silent voice. A.K.A. Koe no Katachi. Because that's the Japanese for it. And we're <laughs> going to get our sat on.
1: We are. It's a sad story.
0: Everything's sad. So you didn't, you hadn't heard of this until relatively recently.
1: I will tell you the story of how I learned about it.
0: Do tell. Let's story time with Illandium. Sponsored by books.
1: Books. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So I posted on my Facebook page.
0: <laughs> Room a, p-
1: <laughs> a picture of your name. And Yeah, it was I weird that you put it- a picture of
0: my name up there. It was like everyone's <laughs> like, Here's my friend's name. It's nice, <laughs> isn't it?
1: And I was like, If I could marry a film, it would be this one because it's my fave. And um so it- I posted that and then I had another friend on Facebook ask me, he's like, Have you watched the silent voice yet? and I am like No, what is that? He's like, oh, you have to watch it. It, It's Kyoto Animation. You have to watch it. You have to watch it. So then I looked into it, and I asked you, because you're like senpai on this stuff. (laughs) I know. Um, So I was like, Jared, have you heard of this? You're like, yeah, I watched it a long time ago. I'm like, well, frick frack. Now I got to watch it. Um, And then I did, and my response to my friend on Facebook is, why do you want to hurt me? (laughs)
0: That yeah, yeah. That's a that's a that's an appropriate response. This movie hurts you.
1: It does, and it was right after I got off watching Your Name, so it was it was brutal. Sad times all around.
0: Yeah, you were sick sick that night. It was a rough night for you in a variety of ways.
1: I was emotional and I was puking. And nothing was okay, except for the fact that I love both of these stories.
0: <laughs> so you watched the um, the Japanese dub, right?
1: I actually watched both. Um, I watched the Japanese dub first, and then once you located the English one for me, I sent, I watched that one too.
0: Okay. I wasn't sure if you had watched the English dub yet or not.
1: I have.
0: I, the English dub, I think, is relatively recent in terms of it coming or surfacing on various places on the internet.
1: I mean, I assume it came with the uh, the October release, right? Well,
0: that was only in theaters. There is, I don't know when Uh, that home version comes out. Is the uh, is the thing? So fair point. Yeah. But yeah, like for the most part, like you know, it hit online in the summer, and that was like the the Japanese home release, so people finally got to see it, and I've. I've been someone who read the manga like probably two or three years ago, because it was it's been available on the Crunchyroll app for with their manga stuff, and it was one of the the few ones I was like, okay, I'll read this. This seems pretty good, and I read it, and I was like, this <laughs> dog, this is real good. <laughs> and then at the end, they basically are like, hey, there's an anime production of this, you know coming soon essentially that's how the end like the the last like uh, chapter page is basically that's what it says so I was like oh that's rad I'll I'll very much look forward to that and kind of like pretty much after that kind of forgot about it until you know like last year when trailers started to show up for it and you know it came out in Japan in theaters and then obviously came out for home release this year in Japan and then was able to finally see it and I think Kyoto Animation did another stellar job. Like I know it's not that hard for them to do stellar jobs, but
1: no, but this is beautiful. They did
0: a, an excellent job with this film, with especially with it being an adaptation. Like they did a a great job. There are there are some differences between the film and the the manga. Oh, I bet. Which granted, you're you're adapting a sixty plus chapter manga into a two hour film, so you're not gonna get everything. In there, particularly, like there is a pretty big storyline that happens, kind of like in the latter half of the story, that is basically just completely cut out. And I think like there is a bit of like a bit more characterization to the side characters that you get in like the latter chapters of the manga, which you don't get here. But given that this film is already two hours long, it's hard. It's hard, it's a hard ask to say like hey you should have add added all this stuff in because it would just been like oh well now it's a three hour long film and I don't think people have the time commitment for three hour long anime films let's be real
1: yeah and I mean at what point does it become a series rather than a movie right
0: yeah I think that's a that's also a good point but yeah the the main gist of this is like it it deals with like bullying death people. And just a lot of drama in between. And I think like this is not a knock against this film or anything, but it does a real good job of making you feel just it makes you feel uncomfortable a lot at times.
1: It does.
0: And I think that's that's not that's not a knock against it or anything. Like it's it definitely is something that it's trying to do and it works extremely well.
1: Right. That's what I was gonna say is it's a purposeful trying to make you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like you're not supposed to go through this film and be like, oh, wow, this is a pleasant ride. I'm glad to be on this. Like, you're supposed to feel like things are not okay at points. Yeah. And um, I think another uh, interesting theme on this is, is isolation. Right. So I don't want to go too much into spoilers yet, but um, there are several characters who, who do experience isolation and um sometimes that goes along with bullying, but it doesn't necessarily have to. I
0: would and, I would even um, argue that a majority of the characters that you see on in the film that that's a that's something they deal with.
1: Yeah. The large large majority of them deal with some form of isolation, whether it's a self-imposed or other people are putting it on them, whatever. Um and and it's it's tough. Um, as somebody who has personally experienced a lot of um, bullying and isolation and that kind of situation, it was really uncomfortable a lot for me to watch it because I was like, oh, I remember when this kind of thing happened to me. And I'm, I'm not disabled in the sense of, like, I, I can hear fine for the most part. Um, but people do always treat you very, very differently when you have any kind of difference from them Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and while this is somewhat of an extreme case it it does bring up some some pretty bad memories if you will right um and so i i I don't know it was it was really really beautiful but at the same time it's like man wow i i kind of feel like trash right now this is awesome
0: so this film did uh, pretty well in the Japanese box office. It w- it opened up number two behind Your Name. Mm-hmm. It grossed 283 million yen from just from 200,000 admissions within two days of its premiere. Uh, by November 30th, 2016, which is about two months after it had come out, it had grossed over 2.2 billion yen from 1.7 million admissions. It was the 19th highest grossing film in Japan in 2016 and also the 10th highest grossing Japanese film of the year in the country. It also earned over $2 million in other territories for a worldwide total of $22 million. In the America dollars. There was also a lot of, you know, high praise for the film, like uh, director of your name, Makoto Shinkai, calling the film a fantastic piece of work, a polished and grand production, and also said that he would basically have been unable to replicate it has also already garnered some awards it won excellent animation of the year from the 40th japan academy prize it won the anime of the year from the tokyo anime award festival it won animation division excellence award from the 20th japan media arts festival and best animation of the year from the 26th japan movie critics awards
1: Racking them
0: up. Racking them up. Which, granted, not surprised that something from Kyoto Animation is winning a lot of animation awards.
1: Yeah. But it's beautiful.
0: Yeah, it is. It's it's a gorgeous piece of film.
2: <sighs>
0: well, I guess, like, in order to talk about this in fully, we're going to have to dive into spoilers, which means talking about the film just entirely.
1: Yep.
0: So we should probably go ahead and just do that. So, hey, Hello. If you're worried about spoilers, this is your your warning. We're going to talk about the film and also stuff in the manga as well probably. So, if you're not looking forward to that or want to not hear any of that, this is unfortunately your time to tune out cuz this is pretty much going to go until the end of the podcast. So, yeah, here's your warning and if you got to go, you got to go.
1: Just know it's good.
0: Just know it's good and you're going to cry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs>
0: I think one of the uh, the most interesting things this movie does to set its tone right away and one of like the the most bonkers things that Kyoto Animation did was license my generation by the who for the opening credits
1: I love that though I thought it was really really interesting that that was how they opened Mm -hmm. this essentially Um, I think there's like a little bit before the credits right.
0: Yes, because before the credits is when you you meet Shoya, and you kind of see him, like, he's basically on his path to trying to commit suicide.
1: Yeah, he's on the bridge. Yeah.
0: And then, like, before he does it, like, he kind of stops, and then I think it goes into the opening credits and kind of, like, flashes back to, like, his elementary school days and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, and so you get him and his, like, little dude friends who are in sixth grade, something crazy like that. Yeah um and you get my generation you're like holy cow
0: i remember when i watched this the first time over the summer and that kicked in i was like holy like they got my generation that's insane like you really don't hear a lot of like western pieces of music in anime Mm -mm. at all like I mean, JoJo is probably, like, one of the most famous examples of that, at least most recently. Yeah. But other than that, it's it's a very rare case. So, like, for them to open up with, with a Western form of music and also, like, a famous bit of, you know, something from The Who, like, A, that's going to cost a lot of money to license, probably. Mm-hmm. And B, it's just, like, it's something you don't expect, but it works so well.
1: It really, really works. And actually, um one thing that I was thinking of recently is um it's just not really a thing that Japanese media does in general because Battle royale the book talks a lot about Bruce Springsteen and there's none of it in the movie so which they basically your- change
0: it to like a bunch of just like classical music yeah so yeah i th- I think you're right in that aspect,
1: but I don't know this one it it fit because. I don't know, you have that, like that really impactful opening, you're like, "Oh, something's not right here. This is not good." And mm-hmm. then like it kicks into the hood. You're like, "Whoa."
0: Yeah. It's such a it's 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 a it's a big shift in tone as well because like you get that opening and it's like, "Oh, this isn't right." And then just like <laughs> it's right into that song which is like super in your face. But oh uh, yeah, it just it works so well. And then Pretty much after that, we have like a large section that's back in his elementary days, which basically sets up the rest of the movie.
1: Yep. Also, worth mentioning just really quickly, there is currently a Thanksgiving commercial that uses my generation in it, and legitimately, every time it comes on now, because it comes on all the time on Food Network, I get a little bit sad.
0: (laughs) It's the only time you ever thought, hey... I'm going to get real sad listening to my generation.
1: Right? <laughs> the Who isn't really so. like, hmm, this is going to make me sad. Right. Here we are.
0: But essentially, the 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 kicking off point for the film is, is you see Shoya and he's in elementary school and then basically he's like, oh, here's this new transfer student coming in. And... Basically, you meet Shoko, and she informs the class, like, hey, I have this notebook. It'd be cool if we could talk to each other through it. And, like, all the kids are kind of confused. And I think – and then, like, either she says it or, like, the teacher's like, oh, by the way, she's deaf.
1: She uh, she flips her paper over and says, I'm deaf. And And then everybody's like, ooh. Uh?
0: Which at first, like, a lot of the kids are like, oh, this is interesting. I've probably never met a deaf person before. Mm -hmm. Yada, yada, yada but
1: they start getting crappy real quick
0: the key the key of this is that hey kids f-ing suck
1: yeah kids are mean and kids will always But i mean it's not even exclusive to kids but people are mean to people who are not like them mm-hmm.
0: people don't like when their comfortable normalcy is threatened in any sort of way
1: well, and uh, one character in particular, and I'm forgetting her name, so I'm going to bring up this thingy. Uh, it's good
0: thing it has the pictures.
1: Yeah. I know. How do you say her name? Naoka?
0: Naoka, yeah.
1: Yeah. Because um, the first so name is on the right side
0: on this, because it's the Japanese order.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So she's originally like, oh, okay, this is fine, and then... She keeps getting asked for help and the notebooks and everything, and she eventually gets to the point where she's just annoyed.
0: Which she she basically and brings it. I mean, technically she brings it on herself because she's the one who offers at first to help her.
1: She does, but then she offers to help, and then she's like, "Well, this is old now, and I'm not getting my notes right." And yeah.
0: so that kind of like starts the spiral effect of. Well, clearly she's upset at her. The cool thing now is going to be, hey, let's all be real to her. Mm -hmm. And that begins the cycle of bullying that pretty much a large portion of the class kind of partakes in. Um, There's, there's, there is a scene, I think like midway through this, where like there's a sign language instructor who comes in and is like, Hey, we should all learn sign language to help her and make things a lot better for her. And a lot of the class is like, no, she should learn to speak like us. And just like shit, things like that, and then
1: and then there's the one girl Sahara who's like, oh, I'll learn, mm-hmm. and then she moves out.
0: Yeah, so she she tries and learn sign language with her, but that basically makes her a target for everyone else to bully her now. Yep. because they think like, oh, she's just sucking up to her. She's just trying to she's trying to be play the nice card and all this, and it gets so bad that literally she transfers schools and leaves. Yep. Which once again puts the focus back on the Shoko and she becomes like the big target of bullying and specifically between with like Shoya and his friends like that group which is like uh, Shoya the blonde kid and the other kid and Nauka and then Miki at sometimes as well mm-hmm. at least that's who they and, focus on
1: and like one of the initial jokes is that her nickname is the same as Shoya's mm-hmm. nickname and so, like, oh, there's two of you now. And so, it kind of, like, already ties them together. hmm And he's very much against being tied together with her.
0: Yeah. So, like, they they put, like, a bunch of, like, hateful messages on, like, the chalkboard and, like, act like, oh, yeah, who who's all these people that did came this? and this? Yeah, I'm going to erase it. And, like, she thinks it's genuine, so she's like, oh, thanks. And then they just get shit at her again for that. They, like, throw all her stuff in, like, the water Little pond pool. thing the the worst part is is that they start taking her hearing aids out and mm-hmm. just like trashing them
1: yeah they break them
0: and like at one point like shoya takes one out People and
1: pulls so hard and she bleeds and she,
0: like she bleeds yeah and that's I thing that's when the table basically begins to turn
1: because
0: mm-hmm. like once that happens i think that's when she start she stops coming to to school and then like the principal comes in and is like hey We've been getting reports that she's been bullied and also that you've been that someone someone in this class has been basically trashing all of her hearing aids. And hey, those cost a lot of money. So someone's going to have to, you know, fess up, which, a let's be let's be grand here. How inept is their homeroom teacher to not notice this and basically not say a word?
1: Well, I think he notices it because in that same scene, he like bangs on the chalkboard and's like, "We know that it's you. Say that it's you." And but if he so, supposedly
0: like, knows that, he should be able to point out everyone else that has been doing it too. Like,
1: yeah, he's it's he's real not, shit. He's not a good teacher. No, um, because especially with that grade, you have to pay attention to what's going mm-hmm. on. And he was uh, Shoya was. A jerk he was a little kid and he was he was a butthead Mm -hmm. period but he wasn't the only one and And yeah Yeah. and they throw him under the bus
0: yeah like they make him get up and say it and then like everyone's like oh we saw him do it and it's like the same exact people who were doing the same things
1: Mm -hmm. and like the teacher should have realized that he wasn't alone Mm -hmm. in that period
0: yeah exactly so basically once that happens Shoya becomes the the target of bullying now which once again the teacher does jack out
1: yeah nothing bad teacher yeah
0: uh, Shoko starts to come back to school and then essentially she's still like she wants to be friends with everyone like she sees that people are writing on Shoko's desk and she's she cleans it off for him. Yeah, and and he
1: gets mad. Yeah, he
0: sees that and he's like, he doesn't understand why she's doing it. He he thinks like, oh, she's just touching my desk. How weird. You're a weirdo. And they get into like a fight in the classroom for that.
1: Which I just want to say I'm really proud of her because she like, she was thrown down. Yeah. She was not just going to sit there and take it from him Mm -hmm. because like he he was trying to be really violent. She's like, nope, nope. And she ends up sitting on him and was like punching him. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, okay. Good girl. Fight back! I was proud of her.
0: And then, basically, that kind of is like that leads up into him being in high school,
1: mm-hmm. like
0: that. I think that's the, kind of like the the lead up to that.
1: Yeah, you get a few like uh, like scenes of him like growing up, and people are still ostracizing mm-hmm. him and calling him a bully and that kind of thing.
0: Throwing him into the pond.
1: Yeah, he floats in the same pond where they threw her books. Mm-hmm. And I think her at one point did they throw her or just the books?
0: I think just the books.
1: Okay, they threw him in the pond. There we go
0: But essentially you go back to him in, in high school and yeah, he you're basically he's by himself like he really doesn't have any friends and Essentially You kind of learn this a little bit later on but I think it's kind of important to kind of clarify now like he basically goes to or somehow finds out where she goes to school. Like some kind of like uh-huh. sign language school. Or something like that. And is like. And re- is going to return one of her notebooks to her. And basically try and like free himself. Of some guilt that he had. From his earlier days. From his younger days. Of bullying her. Right before he's going to go kill himself. Yep. So he does that. And she kind of like. They they do end up meeting each other. But she like runs away from him. Because she doesn't understand what's happening. Really. But he gives it to her, and then basically, I think it kind of like cuts there, and then like that's all you see of it. If I'm remembering correctly, <laughs> but I'm not 100 percent sure.
1: Yeah, I don't remember.
0: But then afterwards, like, you know, we kind of realize, oh, yeah, you know, he failed in his suicide attempt. And I think that's, I think after that is like when he basically, you get the 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 morning after, where like he
1: he's with his mom he's
0: with his mom they're having breakfast and, and she's that's like,
1: such a funny scene <laughs> Yeah. like I know it's not supposed to be funny because it's like all about suicide but mm-hmm. it's a really really funny scene
0: because she's like oh hey thanks for all this money you know it's real nice of you to finally pay me back and all this and then she's like oh hey uh why were you gonna kill yourself and he's like uh, uh what are you talking about you like oh well you know half your calendar's gone your room's clean for once you sold all of your belongings <laughs> Like, what the f And then she, like, threatens to, like, burn all of the money that he had saved up and given to her. And basically makes him promise, like, hey, don't kill yourself.
1: I won't kill myself. Yeah.
0: Except she kind of burns the money still.
1: So. She she doesn't kind of. She burns the money. Yeah. And um, you go through a, a, like, comedic scene of them both trying to, like, put the fire <laughs> out and burning themselves. And he, like, throws his shirt off and is trying to beat it on there. And um, his sister has a kid that mm-hmm. I think your name's Maria. Yeah. And so Maria is always around and Maria is just like, yay, this is exciting.
0: <laughs> I think another thing, like going back to how you talked about how he's like ostracized himself from everyone or like everyone yeah. has ostracized himself from him. There's the, there's like a scene they, they show where like he's in school, but like everyone around him has like X's on their faces. Yep. Which kind of basically kind of it demonstrates what we were just talking about and that will come into play i think a little bit later on throughout the especially throughout the the rest of the movie but eventually he's gonna he's gonna have he's gonna get a friend slowly but surely but also he does he tries to go back and see shoko like after this happens uh he meets yuzuru who introduces herself as shoko's boyfriend and he's like oh uh okay well later (laughs) Because I think it's implied that Yuzuru kind of, like, knows who that is and is like, I know what you did. Like, I'm not going to let you see her. Like, f*** off.
1: Um, Was it before this when he meets up with her that he's trying to do the let's be friends sign?
0: I think it's when he meets her the first time.
1: Yeah, when he meets her the first time, and he does the, the sign language of, like, can we be friends? And then he realized, like, he had that realization of that's what she was trying to say to him when they were younger.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was like, oh, it's really sad. Yeah. Because that, that's when she was running away from him. Right. Yeah, okay.
0: But finally, he's going to make a friend.
1: He does make a friend.
0: At school. He saves uh, Nagasuka from getting his bike stolen by being like, hey, you want to take my bike instead? <laughs> That's the thing and to do. Guy
1: steals it Guy just
0: straight up steals it, but Nagasuke basically sees that and is like, "Hey, now we're friends, we're buddies now." And for for Shoya, like, it's literally like the first person who's ever like found interest in him for like the last like four years essentially, or four or five years. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit different. Like he, there's a scene where he's just like, "Hey, what's it mean to be friends? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand this," and. Essentially, he goes. He tries to go back and see Sh- uh, Shoko again and gets denied again, but then, like, <laughs> Nagasuka tries to, like, intervene and be like, hey, you can't do this to my, my friend. How dare you? He wants to see this person. This is very rude. But then eventually, like, he's able to meet Shoko and, like, they go and, like, feed bread to some fishies on a bridge. The koi. The koi while Yuzuru and nagasuka like spy on them and then like i think uh shoko like wants to thank him for bringing back like the notebook and he's like oh you, yeah you, you shouldn't look what's in there it's bad stuff and like it falls in and like she jumps in to go get it and he's like uh no and then jumps in to save her but yuzuru takes a photo of it posts it online and that gets him suspended from school for some reason
1: cuz it was against the etiquette rules of the school.
0: <laughs> How dare you jump off a bridge? <laughs> so rude.
1: <laughs> so he gets suspended for a week.
0: Yep. But ends up finding Yuzuru like in a sleeping in a park. Yep. And and she's like you you know it was me who posted that photo. And he's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "You're not mad? You're mad?" And like he's like, "Nah." And then basically like Brings Yuzuru home with him because he's like, "You shouldn't be out by yourself." Like, did did you did you and Shoko get in a fight? That'd be real bad. Oh, oh you're living together? Oh, oh that's uh, okay. Well, well, <laughs> you know, relationships they're hard like that. <laughs> but then basically, like, eventually, this is where you find like Yuzuru's. Oh, that's Shoko's sister because she tries to run away again, and he goes out and finds her. And then brings her back home, and like when he when he brings her back home, like uh, Shoko and Yuzuru's mom just like walks up to him and just like slaps the sh out of him, and then just walks yeah. away. Because a she also knows who he is. Because there's a scene early on where like uh, Shoya and his mom have to go and repay repay them for like the hearing aid stuff, and like she bring uh, Shoya's mom brings him. And obviously, she would remember that.
1: Yeah, um, he doesn't look that much different. He even still has the tag hanging out of his shirt.
0: That's so annoying, like, buddy. It's
1: really annoying.
0: Buddy, put your tag back in.
1: Gosh. Um, he also gives a user a a pair of his old shoes mm-hmm. because she's running around without shoes. Yep. Um, and so he's he's legitimately trying to be really really nice to this person. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then like he finds out who she is and like I said gets the crap slapped out of his face
0: it was I mean it was coming at some point that was gonna happen
1: yeah I mean like
0: he I I would assume yeah I would assume like he probably was like yeah I probably deserve that
1: yeah I mean he he does blame himself a lot which Mm -hmm. fair he should blame himself some at least
0: yeah Eventually, they, Shoya and Shoko kind of become more friends, and she's like, hey, what happened to Sahara?
1: Oh, this scene was so funny, though, because he's like... Okay, I have to talk about this scene, because I (laughs) love this scene. He's like, I have a cell phone. Do you have a cell phone? Do you like to text with people? And, like, my thought was that he was trying to get her to text with him. Right, yeah. And then she's like, what about Sahara? Can I have her number? Can I text with her? And he's like,
2: oh
1: yeah i'll I'll go try and find the number for you was like oh he tried <laughs> he
0: tried boy did he try
1: he tried but um yeah so no texting for him yet no texting it's, for him yet we're gonna go find sahara but
0: which i think he has to like he has to go in class and talk to Miki, which obviously he probably has never talked to in like the past few years since elementary school and he's like hey do you know how to get a hold of this person and that's how they're able to, to go find her. Which it's kind of funny because like they're like, oh man, we got to map out how to get to her school and everything. But like they just beat her on like the escalators coming out of the station. Yep. Which is very convenient.
1: Extremely convenient. I'm glad they didn't get lost. It's
0: true. So the two of them are able to reconnect finally. And he's, he's just kind of sitting there the entire time like, I feel like I shouldn't be here.
1: Well, because they start talking about like how she got boobs yeah and um, so he's like, I gotta go to the bathroom,
0: and that's when he bumps into uh nauka as she's like handing out flyers for her job very inadvertently, yep, and he's like,' oh, shit. and basically, like I think the next day like or soon afterwards like him and um Nagasuka go out and like scout that place out and like check it out essentially <laughs> and they don't realize it's a cat cafe they thought it was like oh it's girls dressing up as cats it's, no it's a literal cat cafe there's cats there
1: it was so great they're like oh, this is not what I expected and um, he even goes uh, Shoya even goes with like a mask on and a hoodie mm-hmm. because he's like I don't want anybody to see me there and then like it's a cat cafe
2: yeah
1: <laughs> really good like, we need an hour? And, and then, they leave, like, really soon after. <laughs> <that. laughs> like,
0: five and they're like, we should go. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually he does run into her and she kind of, like, tries to act like, oh, we've been friends all this time. Blah, yada, yada, yada. And then she sees Shoko and tries to, like, start third. Sh- her and he's just like, no.
2: Yeah.
0: Get out of here. GTFO.
1: I mean, she straight up just goes straight back into, like, the bullying Mm -hmm. mode.
0: Because she, like, she goes after one of her hearing aids and is like, oh, let's do this like old times. He's like, no. We're Mm -hmm. not doing this. But, hey, this is where we get to see Choco give show you a gift.
1: Aw, this scene. So, earlier we got the the scene where he tries real hard with the cell phone, and this is her I try real Mm -hmm. hard scene.
0: Which, if there is one designation i think between the english and japanese dubs and like which i think both of them are very good like the english dub is very very good
1: yeah the dub, the english dub is fantastic
0: the one problem is this scene in particular because they basically they don't change anything they got they, mm-hmm. they basically just translated off of the japanese version and it and it doesn't make any sense in the english version basically <laughs> because the whole pun is that you know um I think it's Daisuki is like the, the phrase for like, I like you or I love you, but it also is similar to the moon. So in the Japanese version, she says that to him and he's, he misunderstands it and she's like, Oh, you're talking about the moon. Yeah, it's real nice. But in the English version, you can very clearly hear her say, I like you. And he's like the moon. Huh? Yeah, it's real nice. And it makes literally no sense.
1: The one benefit, though, and I think that it's worth mentioning since we're talking about the dub, is that um, the English version did hire a deaf voice actress.
0: Which they did in the Japanese version as well. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure.
1: Because I read it wasn't.
0: Are you sure? Wait, really?
1: Yeah, I read that she was like a regular famous voice actress and the in the English dub, they went with an actual deaf actress.
0: I guess not, huh? I did not know that
1: yeah um the more I so know.
0: so yeah, you're right
1: <laughs> i I feel like that's important that yeah, yeah, yeah. The English dub went with somebody who actually is deaf. Mm-hmm. Um, you're right, this didn't work as well because what they ended up just having her do is basically like slur um love and you together. and so the way that she pronounces it is supposed to come out more like moon.
0: But it doesn't but, you don't really get that.
1: No, but um for the most part it worked really well. But this this scene was a little off, but Yeah. And like again, I, and I that's think like, it's that's, really Yeah, like red.
0: that's my like that's my only complaint is like the the only reason it doesn't work is because of the way they they translated it for the script.
1: Yeah. Um but again, super duper fantastic that they hired someone who was actually deaf to mm-hmm. play this role because like to me that makes sense. If you're going to have a story about a deaf girl, why would you not hire a deaf actress? Right. Cuz one, they don't get a whole lot of roles mm-hmm. in terms of this kind of thing. And two, she would know, so she would be able to put herself into like the shoes of this character way more than somebody who's able to to hear. And I, I don't know I just feel like it was really really significant that that's what they did.
0: Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you.
1: It makes it feel a little bit more authentic.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like knowing now that like the Japanese one doesn't have that, like that, it's real shady. Yeah. But anyways, after this, like she she goes home and's like <laughs> just like flops onto her bed, and user is like, what what happened? She's I think she texts him and she's, like. I confess to him, he didn't understand. Because she, she says it out loud, I think that's the main thing, and she doesn't sign it to him. That's why he gets mm-hmm. confused. And she's just so frustrated about it, and you're just like, oh, buddy.
1: And he keeps telling her, like, slow down, sign what you're trying to say, because, like, she kept trying to speak, and he, he didn't understand. And um, one thing that's really cute about this scene is that she puts her hair up in a ponytail
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, to, to try and, like, look cute for him. Mm-hmm. For her confession. But. um, Which by the way. Her hair was super cute. A ponytail. But. Yeah. She was just. Speaking too fast. And not signing it. And he just didn't understand. So the point was. Miss. And he also didn't understand the gift. Yeah. Which to be fair. I didn't know what they were either.
0: Which is. It's a bummer. that Like they leave out a. A real funny scene. At the end of the manga. Which is like literally only two pages long. Where it explains what the gift is. And yeah. for context, it's her leaving to go to college in Tokyo, and he's like, "There's one thing I've always wanted to ask you," and like, you think like, "Oh, he's gonna confess to her." He's like, "What do you? What do I do with those gifts you got me?" <laughs> she just like dead <laughs> spans at him, and you just see the car driving away, <laughs> and then she just texts him like, "Oh, you just stick them in plants." And He's like, "Oh," and I think Nagasuki's like next to him, and he's, and he's like, "What are you doing? Like, come on." <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. But essentially after that we go We kind of have the big Amusement park scene
1: Yeah cause he um, He talks to user uh, And he's like what if she's mad at me Because she didn't understand what, what was going on uh, Or I didn't understand What was going on when she was talking And I'm like well just ask her If she's mad at you yeah. <laughs> So he's like well Maybe we'll just all go to the amusement park That's fun right
0: Which, in the meantime, he's also kind of, like, started to be, like, open up to other people. Like, he's kind of becoming friends with, like, Miki and this other dude she runs around with, uh, Satoshi. uh, Sahara as well. Nagatsuka. Naoka somehow decides to weasel her way into this and going. Yeah. So, like, they're all at the amusement park. He's finally like, oh, man, maybe I actually have friends now. Like, that would be real cool. And... Like, everything's kind of going okay, and then, like, Naoka's like, hey, let's go get, go buy me some food. And he makes her go, or she makes him go buy him food, and, like, one of the people, the person running the stand is, like, one of the dudes he was friends with in elementary school that he hasn't talked to in, like, literally years. And I think, like, the dude basically says, like, hey, Naoka, you should mind your own business, essentially. Because she's like, oh, clearly if I have these two talk, they'll become friends again. That will totally work. And I,
1: well, and, like, this kid was one of the people who, like, when they went to a new school was saying, don't talk to him, mm-hmm. he's a bully. Yeah. And so he was perpetuating the idea even after Shoy- uh, Shoya had, like, learned and moved on. Mm-hmm. Like, he was still keeping it so that people, new people, wouldn't be friends with him.
0: Right. And then, like, that that essentially kind of, like, breaks Shoya. Like, it, it really makes him put his guard back up and he's like, Clearly, I can't trust her. Because she's going to try and...
1: People start getting the egg spaces again. Yeah, like, again. she's going to
0: start pulling the stuff, and then that makes Naoka get angry, and that causes her to grab Shoko, and they go on, like, the Ferris wheel together. And then, like, basically, after that, like, Yuzuru comes over to show you his house, and is like, hey... Because he, he gives Shoko his camera, and he's like, hey, I kept the camera on while they are in the the Ferris wheel. We should should probably watch that and like the the main gist of that is that like naoka kind of just like lays into her it's like i hate you you're garbage blah 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 blah. you've never changed all you do is it's apologize it's all your fault that we aren't friends anymore and like i basically shoko's like look i'm sorry but like and she's like oh you probably hate me too the show was like no like the person i hate is me like i hate myself like I don't hate uh, any of you guys.
1: It's rough. <laughs> no
0: kidding. And it's like and Shoya and user birds like sitting there watching that just like F- Yep. But basically after the the amusement park happens, like Miki starts spreading rumors in like the school, like, oh, Shoya was a bully. He bullied people in elementary school. And starting like that stuff again, and he's like, "You literally did the same stuff." And she's like, "I would have never done that." And like,
1: starts like crying. Yeah,
0: and like he he literally like goes. He has to like leave the conversation because like he he's basically about to vomit from like mm-hmm. I don't know like anxiety or stress or like
1: he's getting stress pukes. Yeah, yeah, I I, I understand. I was I was I, going yeah. exactly there um, when. If you have an anxiety disorder, especially um, his seems to be a form of social anxiety at this point, um, whenever you get really overwhelmed or stressed out, one of your first reactions is to start throwing up. Hmm. Um, I know that from personal experience. Yeah. Um, so I, I related a lot to that point where he's just like... uh. uh <laughs> And there are a few times in the story where he, like, has to, like, go throw up. Mm
0: -hmm. But basically, kind of, like, right after that is, like, they all meet up at, like, the the bridge area where, like, they kind of hang out. And, like, they essentially kind of, like, everyone starts, like, fighting again. And he just, like, literally lays into everyone.
1: He lays into everybody. He's, like... Well, except for her. Yeah.
0: Like, he's, like, Miki, you're full of s***. Naoka, you have never changed. You are still kind of s***y. Uh, he's like, Sahara, all you do is run away. Uh, it's like, Nagasuki, you don't know me. Wha-? As
1: a redhead guy, who the heck are you? Yeah, he's
0: like, Satoshi, who the f- are you? Who do you... You don't... You're not even with us. You're not a part of our group. Go away. <laughs> you can't
1: sit with us.
0: <laughs> you can't sit with us. <laughs> so everyone gets f- off and, like, leaves. And then, like, he just, like... He basically is, like, loathing. He's like, hey, look, there's a festival going on. You want to go to it? And then they're just like... And then, um... Shoko and Yuzuru like look at him and are like, "What are you doing?" And they just kind of like leave him. And then basically, like all this happens, and then, like he doesn't see her for a while, but then he sees Yuzuru, mm-hmm. like in like a school uniform, and he's very confused a, by a it—a girl's school yeah. uniform. Yeah. And then she and he's like, and he sees her like crying, and he's like he he goes out to call to her but like he's, he hesitates like he stops like midway and tries to hide and then she like finds him and he's like they kind of talk and he's like oh you're upset like what's wrong like should I help you with anything and she's like no no it doesn't involve you and he's like well it, it, sure it probably does which really it doesn't but she kind of just goes along mm-hmm. with it and, and she's like hey just walk me to this place and then he basically walks her to uh, their grandma's funeral and like yep. all of them like, her family's just, like, there. And then, essentially, he kind of, like, tries to take it afterwards to, like, hang out with them a lot to try and make themselves feel, make them feel better. And mm-hmm. I think also kind of, like, to make himself feel better after everything that happened. And then, eventually, they invite uh, Shoya to their house. They're like, hey, it's our mom's birthday. <laughs> You're going to help us make a cake. And he's like, uh, No. Ooh. This is a bad idea. She's gonna kill me. <laughs> Which I think even user was like, "Yeah, she's gonna kill you." Yeah. So they so they make her a cake, and then like she comes home and she's like, "What the f- is he doing here? He needs to leave." And everyone's like, "No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine." So like they're able to like kind of like, I guess, kind of have make a truce essentially,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and everything's just kind of okay then.
1: The cake's good. The
0: cake's good. And that brings us to the fireworks festival.
1: Yep. Yeah, it does.
0: Oh, I'm going to take a drink first.
1: You You probably should. You should drink for this. Not drink alcohol. <laughs> it's, it's what it makes it sound like, Which
0: really, you might need it for this part. So they go to the fireworks festival. It's Shoya, Shoko, and her family. Yuzuru and her mom. And they all like go out to hang out on the fireworks. They watch some of those. And then Yuzuru and, and her mom are like, oh, well, we're going to go get some food. And they leave the two of them together. So they sit there and talk for a little bit. And then Shoko's like, oh, I have to go. I got to go study. Which, not a great excuse. It makes it seem like something's wrong. Or something's up.
1: Yeah. Isn't it also like break?
0: Yeah, it seems like it at least.
1: Because they've been on break for a minute, because um, I know he, he said a bit ago, like, hey, we're on summer break. Do you want to go do all these things? Yeah. And I don't remember them coming off right. summer break.
0: Right, right. Uh, he meets up with Yuzuru and her mom and's like, well, she just kind of left. I don't know. And Yuzuru's like, hey, oh, man, I forgot my camera. Can you go run back to the house and get it? Like, she should be there. She'll let you in. It'll be fine. So he kind of goes back there. Like, he's on no rush, really. Like, I I think he kind of knows something's off, but, like, he's not really – it doesn't seem, like, that bad that he needs to, like, go run to their house, essentially. Yeah. So, he gets there, and he's, like – and the door's unlocked, and he kind of goes in. And he's, like, hello. Oh, here's the camera. I I got it. Well, where's sh- Shoko around? That's weird. No one out. Ha- no one around. And then, like, he looks into – like, he sees, like, th- through her doorway of her room and sees her, like, out on the balcony – and also, like Caesar starts to stand up on the edge of the balcony, and he's like, "Oh, f-. yeah," and like, "Cause he's been there." Yeah, so he runs out to save her, trips over something, and gets back up, and basically is like, and gets to her like at the very last second, and grabs her, and she's like shocked to see him, and he's basically holding on with like all of his strength, and basically like, essentially praying to be like, "Hey." I need all the amount of strength I can get. Like, just let me save her. I'll be, like, a good person after this. I'll do whatever. And he's able to, like, muster enough energy to pull her up. While also, basically, I think, like, separate... Like, pulling her shoulder out of Socket, probably.
1: It, it seems that way because she ends up having a sling. Yeah.
0: So he pulls her up, gets her over the railing. But the momentum that he's, he's, he's carrying, pushing, pulling her up, causes him to tumble over and he flips over and falls into the river down
2: below
1: <sighs> and you see like blood come up when he hits and
0: Cause he's like oh it's so cold but it's also very warm and they like, yeah, get it was like a blood pool starts to form after that and like and then essentially like you just don't know what happens. so like they cut back to the hospital which this is where the movie really breaks me
2: hmm <laughs>
0: Like, you want to call the cry count, let's get the cry count going. Because <laughs> it's, just, like, it's just one thing after another, like, after that happens. And I'm just, like, it just whoops my ass. Just constantly.
1: It's, it's, that's a fair point. Yeah.
0: <sighs> but anyways, like, you, you, it cuts back to, like, the hospital. And you see Yuzuru. And then uh Shoya's mom shows up. And she's, like, all flabbergasted. And they're all just, like everyone's just real uh, like emotional right now and like uh yuzuru and her mom like they they meet her and basically like they they literally like are so apologetic like they go and bow to her like we are so sorry this happened
1: like forehead on the floor bow
0: and she's like oh no 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 it's okay it's okay no and all of that and like oh breaks me which is interesting cuz there's you don't really get this in the show or in the movie but in the manga like Shoya's mom like she, she can't meet Shoko while he's in the hospital like she literally just can't handle it she can't emotionally like just come to terms in like meeting her or, or being able to talk to her like anytime like they're in the same room like she just she has to leave and it's i think it's a real interesting like dichotomy there cuz like in this it's like it's everything's fine and hunky dory but yeah. in that, it's like, you can really see, like, the, the trauma, like, oh, hey, I know he saved this girl, but, like, I just, I literally emotionally just can't handle, like, having a conversation with her right now until he wakes up. Which also brings us to another emotionally charged scene that happens, like, a little bit later on, where uh, Shoko's kind of, like, basically out of, like, I guess her healthcare portion she's in a sling but she's basically she's not having to like stay in the hospital or anything and like a lot of uh Shoya's friends have been kind of showing up here and there and you see nauka show up and basically takes shoko off to like the side part of like the hospital like outside and literally just starts trying to beat her up Be- basically saying like oh this is your fault you caused all this yada 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 yada
1: which she continues what she was saying in the Ferris mm-hmm. wheel essentially that they were all fine before she came there and that if she had never come along none of this would happen which by the way not a good thing to say to somebody who was literally about to kill themselves. Mm-hmm.
0: Which it's, it's definitely in this it's you know it's violent but in the manga it's a lot more violent because like there's punches thrown mm-hmm. and this is more just like slaps and all that sort of stuff. Uh, Yuzuru like runs out and is like, is kind of just like in shock of seeing what happens, and then like her mom comes out and just grabs mm-hmm. Naoka and just starts beating the shit out of her. <laughs> it's like it's crazy. Like in the manga, like this, there's no blood or anything. Like in the manga, their mom like bloodies Naoka's nose up because like they they're throwing punches at each other.
1: Yeah, she mama bears. Yeah,
0: and then Sho, uh, Shoya's mom comes out and tries to break it up as well. But it's like, dude. And then afterwards, like, Naoka tries to, like, take over the, the room where Shoya is in and be like, oh, you can't come in here. And all this bull. It's just like, ugh. ugh. But eventually, he, he wakes up. Because um, in the meantime, you kind of get, like, an even more backstory about, like, why Shoko wanted to kill herself. And, like, there's a scene from, like, back when she was in elementary school. And like she just comes home and like she's just in tears and she's like, I don't wanna live anymore. Like, I just wanna die. And it's just like <lcheering> And like she has like a dream like a dream of some sort where I think like everything she's like normal essentially, she's not deaf and everything's okay. But then she wakes up from that dream and it's like and just like I don't know like everything kind of like crumbles upon her and she goes like to the bridge where they would usually hang out and just like breaks and extremely breaks down
1: I think there's something to do with uh Shoya in that dream
0: Yeah Well it, he's yeah. not there I think that's the thing Oh okay Like anytime like she would like go back to talk to him he's not there And like when she's having that breakdown it's like when he regains consciousness Yep And he's like where the f- am I? I why am i tied up to this oh god which is there
1: which he he does the thing that no one should ever do which is start pulling at yes. the stuff that's in you like dude which
0: do they do remove a portion in the manga where he looks down and is like and sees the catheter in him oh. and starts to pull that out
1: oh no yeah don't ever pull out catheters which
0: also like there's a, a nurse comes in and it's like hey uh what's going on and he's like i need where where's where's my mom what is going on? Why am I here? And, and the nurse is like, "Oh, we'll talk about it in the morning. No worries." And then basically he just pulls everything out and leaves. And then the the nurse is like, "Where did he go?" But you don't get this in the in the movie. But somehow he kind of goes to the same spot that she's at, miraculously.
1: The the koi area. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think it would make sense that he would try and go there. Yeah.
0: But then like he like they just run into each other. And, like, and he's, like, so shook up that, like, she's there. And she is shook up that he's there. Like, she just goes up to point him, the poke at him, and, like, are you real?
1: And she, like, jumps back when she actually touches him yeah. because she didn't think that he was yeah. real.
0: And it's, like, they, they, they essentially just have, like, this immense breakdown with each other of, like, he finally, like, apologizes to her for everything he did. And, like, she, like, tries to do the same thing of, like, for making him get hurt for trying to save her and all this, and the key of this is that like he asks her to like, "Hey, help me continue to live," and like that's like the the key thing that they 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 have out of that moment, and like it it helps her, it helps him, and it's very sad. It
1: hurts.
2: It hurts. It hurts.
0: <sighs> but I think after this is like but you they, kinda get him going like getting ready to go back to school, which Yep. There's also another scene in the manga between that and that scene we just talked about and him going back to school where like uh Shoya or Shoko's family goes to Shoya's house and they have dinner together. And there's like a scene where like the two moms are like alright you kids you need to leave we need to have a talk and like the Shoya Shoko and Yuzuru like leave and go get some food and stuff and you just come back and like the two moms are just like drinking beer and just like laughing and cutting it up and it's like oh hey they're friends now
1: I love his mom
0: she's a she's a wild character
1: she's so crazy <laughs> I love her she's got that crazy hair <laughs> Which I mean, I guess his hair is crazy too. True.
0: So fits runs in the family.
1: Yep.
0: So yeah, like essentially, the movie kind of ends with like he's going back to school. There's a school festival happening, and that's why he's going back. And he's just real nervous, of like, of basically having to realize if, because this is the first time he would have seen anyone since the whole breakdown happened, where he yelled at everyone, and yep. he's still feeling awkward about that, and. He goes with uh he goes with Shoko to the festival, and like he walks into or he opens the door to like his classroom and everyone like stops and freezes like, oh it's Shoya and he's like, I, it closes the door and just runs to the bathroom because he's like he can't handle it, and then Nagasuka comes in and is like hey buddy, don't worry it's all okay. What you said before nah whatever, friends fight it's all right we're gonna get through this yeah him. and he has a bad mustache
1: he does he, oh the mustache is really bad it's
0: like it's my good luck mustache
1: oh my god
0: so he's so he was able to coerce him out of the bathroom and then like once he's out of there like you see miki and then satoshi is also there as well and they're like they're apologetic Like they're like hey everything's fine miki like gives him like this this big thing of like uh paper cranes He's like, I tried to get everyone to do a thousand of them, but they didn't. He's like, No, that's cool. Never had anyone do this before for me. Which is interesting when they um they preface that by by showing like there's a chapter specifically for her and showing like how she kind of got all that stuff together, but also showing like everyone in her class doesn't like her. Yeah. Like there's like she over she oversees like someone texting about her, and like, and I think like they're like, oh man, she's real creepy. Like we pretty much know she's fake, so pretty much like no one likes her. Um, there's also a uh, there's a there's a chapter on Satoshi the the dude who runs around with her, and mm-hmm. like the thing that he had to deal with is that like people in his elementary school bullied him because of like his eyebrows. His eyebrows. His eyebrows. So, like oh your eyebrows are too thick, and then like one day he came in like had trimmed them up like oh you you cut your eyebrows you're a weirdo. Oh. And like his his whole deal is like he wants to become a teacher like out of spite to essentially like have to teach like all these people that bullied him their kids essentially. But like at the end like there's a he has to come to a realization of like okay do I really want to do this because I want to do this or am I doing this out of spite? And he has to like figure out like the distinction between that. But yeah like everyone kind of comes back together and is like Hey, we're okay with you. It's it's fine. Even Nalca, even though she's, bleh. Bleh. bleh and then he's able to kind of go out into the the festival, and that's like where you see like him being able, like the the main thing of him coming to this festival. He's like, I want to be able to look people in the eye now, because he has never been, he hasn't been able to do that for you know years at this point, and like the parting shot of the film is basically him being able to do that and like seeing like everyone's exes fall off their faces.
1: Yeah the X's are symbolizing the fact that he can't look him in the eye mm-hmm. and so when when they all fall off you realize like oh he's, he's able to overcome that.
0: He's found his redemption arc.
1: He has...
0: And that's how the film ends.
1: mm mm-hmm. um, One thing that we talked about that I want to briefly mention again we talked about this through text Um so a lot of this movie is about like tolerance, acceptance, that kind of thing. Right. And I personally found it really, really interesting that um, Shoya's sister's kid is mixed race mm-hmm. and she's she's dark. and her dad, who they show the kid's dad, but they never show Shoya's sister.
0: Like they show her, but like never her face.
1: Her never her face. Which is weird. Um, and I, I'm not exactly sure what his race is, but he's darker. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of make him look stereotypically black, but he's also really muscular. But um, I was asking you at one point, I'm like, do you think that this inclusion is purposeful or do you think that so it was just there? Uh,
0: he's he's apparently Brazilian.
1: Brazilian, yeah. okay. Okay, so that makes sense. But yeah, you, it's that- a
0: good question, because like, because I guess with anime, you can never really know.
1: Right. And that's that's the problematic thing, is you can really never know if like they're included to be, just be there, or if it's trying to show that like his family is typically very tolerant.
0: And it could be either way, like, it's one of those things I don't know how to answer.
1: I don't either. I just thought it was a really interesting inclusion that they purposefully always show um, Maria and then they specifically show him Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and they never show his sister's face. Yeah,
0: it's a weird choice.
1: It is a weird choice, but I'm wondering if it isn't in there to show like his family didn't raise him to act like that initially.
0: That could be it. That's a good point. Like I had not considered that.
1: Yeah. Um. Because I mean, that's the only unless it was just not not really thought of in that extent. But like, his mom seems like a really nice person, mm-hmm. and his mom is very very accepting of of that family. So to me, and this is also in a Japanese film where a lot of Japanese people don't understand nor really have good feelings about anything that's african-american i know that sounds terrible but like right i've mentioned this before in many of our podcasts that there aren't typically positive portrayals of anybody that is of darker race than japanese mm-hmm. um so to me i just thought it was kind of an important inclusion and I think I'm going to read into it that way for my own sake um if anybody else knows the answer to this then tell us but that's how I kind of saw it is that it shows that like he wasn't raised to be essentially a bag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um but I mean also he's like in 6th grade and he's a boy and um I know it sounds awful, but like, kids suck. They do. And little boys are are kind of like butts. hmm
0: It's very true. I know. I so. I would have to like go back and look in the manga just to see if they pick they they show a picture of her. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember per se. But yeah, it is. I think like I I I like your 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 theory of it.
1: It just seems. Too specific to not think that there's a reason for it, right? Uh, and like I said, I I don't know. That's just the way that I interpreted it. Um. That was the one big side note that I wanted to say. Also, um, Robbie Dr- uh, bleh, Robbie Damon does a really great job yeah. in this and the dub. He does an
0: excellent job because he he portrays Shoya and does an A plus job.
1: Super super. Awesome.
0: Super awesome. (laughs) Um, briefly, I wanted to kind of go over like some of the things that like they they admitted from the from the manga that are in this one of the big things Mm -hmm. is like there's this whole movie storyline.
1: Yeah, that's what you mentioned. Because
0: Nagasuka is like the he wants to make a movie. So like he gets everyone together and that's kind of more how they become friends, is like they're working on this movie together.
1: That makes more sense. So I think like
0: (laughs) it's like Miki does the the screenplay, uh, Sahara and Naoka do like the costume design because that's what they do in their school, like they're yeah. in like some sort of club. Uh, Satoshi's like the lead the lead role; he's the lead character, the main actor. And then everyone else kind of has like these little side jobs. But like, yeah, there's a big thing. It's like they're making this movie, and then when like once Shoya gets into a coma. Like Shoko everyone's like we should stop this like we're there's no reason to do this and Shoko literally has to go to everyone like we need to continue this let's con- let's keep making this movie and like that's how like when he goes to their classroom in the the movie where like there's have like this random cafe thing in the yeah. manga they're they're watching the movie and he kind of like he sneaks in and watches it and by the end of it he's like he's like oh this is awesome everyone looks up and like they realize him and that's when he like runs away. Oh, and also like so they do that and they go get it like screened, and like oh there's this professional director or actor or whoever is gonna judge all your films and like this dude just like it's <laughs> all over it, and that's where he learns that like the two people who s- who pulled him out of the river were like his former friends from elementary school. Yep, because they provided music for the film, and they were there at the the like screening thing. And basically, that's where, like... Essentially, it kind of gives him... Gives Shoya, like, a good advice. Because, like, the one... Like, the blonde kid basically is, like... Why would you listen to those guys and their opinion? Like, just tell them to f*** off. And then, like, I think he basically just, like walks away. And, like... It, it was an interesting little thing that they included that there. And then also, you kind of... You follow them through graduation. And them trying to figure out what they want to do with, like, the rest of their lives. So it four focuses on Shouya and Shoko, so like Shoko decides like oh I want to be a hairdresser so like there's this cool school in Tokyo that you can go do that and also like the instructor is deaf so it would be like a great fit oh, that's awesome. and like Shoya learns of it and he's like no you can't go there Tokyo's scary that's a bad place to go and like kind of freaks out on her but then like mm-hmm. later on feels bad about it because she starts to like, be like oh, okay I thought I heard what you or thought about what you said and like maybe you're right maybe I shouldn't go there and like he, he feels really bad about that and Yuzuru, he talks with Yuzuru about it like this is where you get like the, the study scene between them, just so a little bit later on compared to the the movie and they talk about that and he's like should I like give her my blessing and, and he's been like, or she's been like yeah you probably should, so like eventually he's like hey I'm sorry about that, you should go do this and then she, and that's where you get like the, the scene about the gift because that's where mm-hmm. she's leaving And then also you kind of find out, like, he also kind of wants to become a hairdresser, mostly because... His mom is. Yeah, because his mom is. And he's like, well, I could help her out and maybe one day inherit the shop. But everyone else is like, you're doing this because Shoko's doing this. We know what you're doing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what I was going to ask, is I wonder if she's inspired at all by his mom. I think that's it. Yeah.
0: Because there's also, there's a scene, or they, they talk about a thing, like, he had originally seen her in the shop, like, before, like, they'd ever met, before, like, she'd even come mm-hmm. to school, like, getting her hair cut, and he was like, oh, that was you. So, like, she had, she had been at their place before, long before they met. But, yeah. And then, basically, it finally ends, like, after they graduate, and I think it's, like, a few years, like, sometime later, and it's, like, them going back for, like, a class reunion. And, like, you see, like, a bunch of, like, the other people, like, you see, like, his friends from elementary school, like the the ones that like, kind of left him and like they have like they're like married now and he kind of sees them he's like oh huh and like the final shot is like them going to like the door for like their elementary school reunion and like they like hold hands as they go into to the door or they go into that room and that's how the manga ends hmm so there you go <laughs>
1: I like that. That's how you. So there you go. So there you go. Um, <laughs> uh, it's it's also surprising, but um, as I mentioned earlier, I had watched your name, and I'd been throwing up all night, and I watched this, and I didn't cry any. Because you, were, I, I, I,
0: to preface this, like you, we talked, we watched your name, and then like right before, like. Later in the night, you were like, hey, have you seen this movie? Should I watch it? And I was like, yeah, you should, but you're going to cry a lot.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I
0: was like, I don't know if you're going to be able to cry, like, if that would be a good idea, because you probably shed so many tears watching your name, you're probably like just drained. So, And you were like, okay, I'll, I'll wait till tomorrow and watch it. And then like, <laughs> I wake up and you're like, yeah, I watched it. I, I was throwing up in the night, so I decided to watch it. And you're like, <laughs> so I watched like the dub afterwards. And I was like, so I cried like five times watching this movie. I'm assuming you probably did like the same or more. And you're like, no, zero. I was like, you're joking. Get the fuck out of here.
1: <laughs> and I mean, there are moments where like, I think that I definitely would have if I had the ability to do so <laughs> at that point.
0: You were just like so drained the fluid that it's like, no.
1: Right. And I mean, it, it, there were moments I was like, oh, this hurts. This hurts a lot. Um so I think that if I had not been like up until five in the morning throwing up and also having just got off watching your name that I probably would have cried just as much as you maybe even more yeah um so because I did get a little weepy watching the dub it's rough it is it's so rough it is
0: oh <sighs> it's so good yeah that too oh yeah this this film's real good like i'm gl- i'm glad it got adapted into a different medium so more people could see it and i'm glad that the adaptation's real good and they keep they they basically they do a good job of keeping it in line with the manga and showing why that manga was real good
1: i want to read it now
0: you should It's a good use of your time That you have
1: Yeah I would say How much time do I have
0: (laughs) All the time in the world
1: All the time So much time I have all the free time ever (laughs) What is a dissertation
0: Nah it's nothing Who
1: knows What is work Nothing Don't flip stuff
0: (laughs) So yeah like What is a cat What is a cat (laughs) So yeah, if you are if you're on the fence after listening to us talk about it, like you should check it out.
1: Yeah, don't be on the don't fence. Don't be
0: on the fence. You're going to fall off. Just
1: Yeah, just watch it. Trust us.
0: Like I said, I don't know when like the home release is supposed to come out. Let me see if I can I'll buy it. Double check that real quick.
1: I'll definitely buy it.
0: Oh yeah. It's a that's a no-brainer. <laughs> I think the the version that came out in like the UK came out on the 30th of October.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that version's out, but there isn't one for like North America yet, and I don't know when that'll be. Because I don't know who, if anyone's picked it up in terms of like licensing, is the mm. thing. So yeah. If you're in the if you are overseas in the United Kingdom or European regions, hey, you could go pick this 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 film up right now. Jealous. And you can get a there's a collector's edition which comes with a digital pack, which I'm assuming this is like digital version of the movie, and a 76-page art book, which has character profiles, gallery, and storyboards, storyboards, storyboards. <laughs> also, there's a version you can get with posters. Stuff's cool.
1: I want all of that.
0: <laughs> so yeah, hopefully that comes out over here soon, sometime. Cause yeah, I, it would be definitely something I would snatch up, real
1: quick. Yeah, that's a that's a shut up and take my money moment.
0: <laughs> for, for sure. For sure. So yeah, go watch the film. It's real cool. Do it. It's very good, very, very, very good. And yeah, I think that's gonna do it for this episode.
1: I think so. It's been uh, an emotional, an emotional episode. <laughs> no and, kidding. Uh, I think I need a cookie.
0: That sounds pretty good. Yeah. I can agree with that. I can get down with that.
1: Sometimes you just got to get emotional and then eat cookies. Yeah,
0: it's true. It's very true. Well, all right. If you want more from us, go to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or sac.cool for past episodes of this podcast where we talk about other films like Your Name. There's an episode about that. You should go watch it. It's pretty good.
2: hmm
0: And other cool stuff as well. Uh, you can also find podcasts like the mainline Seasonal Anime Checkup podcast and Jared and I'll watch Sailor Moon Crystal. It's a podcast. <laughs> I thought today was Wednesday and I almost had like a horror flash. I was like, oh god, I forgot to put the episode up again. <laughs> That's a legit thing that has happened. Whoops. Uh you can follow AnLadium at com where she has columns, reviews, and all sorts of fun stuff. You can follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash anime checkup where we tweet about just all of the fun stuff. Two hundred and eighty characters all the time, clearly.
1: Oh my god. <laughs>
0: Uh, you can also support us on Patreon, Patreon.com/sacova, where you can support our podcast directly. And next week we—next week is Thanksgiving. Ugh. So we'll have something. I don't. Know. It's it's going to be a weird week because A is Thanksgiving, B you're going to be traveling hmm So we'll have to think of something. And I don't know what yet. So it might just be something kind of quick and easy to talk about. But I'm not 100%. we are not 100% sure on that for as of right now. So Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure something out for you guys.
1: We will not leave you hanging without us.
0: Which, by the way, next week... We, have, we will have reached our 50th episode.
1: Wow. The silver
0: anniversary.
1: We're so old. We
0: are. That's kind of crazy.
1: Dang. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Y'all, let's celebrate. Let's
0: celebrate. By talking about how Al's traveled and is very tired.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's
0: Travel. Not celebrate. A-
1: Sleep. Sleep.
0: It's going to be a podcast about <laughs> sleeping. I like sleep. All right. Well, look forward to whatever we have next week for episode number 50.
1: It'll be fun.